Elliot, at this point, we've all seen the trailer for Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. And, uh, you know, I, I left it with a really big burning question. I mean, like, how does Johnny Depp keep getting work outside of the Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, OK, yeah, two questions. Uh, my other question is, when did Dumbledore stop dressing like a normal person? The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. Geek Counter Geek with Chief Conrad and Elliot Serrano. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Geek Counter Geek number 115. I'm Keith Conrad, alongside uh, Elliot Serrano, as always. Uh, follow the show on uh, Twitter at uh, Geek Counter Geek, uh, Facebook.com slash Geek Counter Geek. Also, uh, if, you, if, you're, if you find the show on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, give us a, a rating and a, and a review. And uh, do the same on Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. It helps people find it. So, you know, we're all about that. We want, we want more people to find the show. Well, just so you know, we cannot deny nor confirm that Geek Counter Geek was involved in influencing the 2016 presidential election, right? We, we can't so say we that can't. we didn't. We can't say that we did. We can't say that we didn't. So I'm just putting that out there that we cannot deny nor confirm. I also cannot confirm nor deny that Geek Counter Geek is currently being investigated by the Mueller team. So I'm no. just saying. Can't say yes, can't say it, no. Yeah, can't say yes or no. So I'm just saying if you talk about us and you tag us, you know, Team Mueller, 2016 presidential election, impeachment, stuff like that. All right. I'm, I'm just going to say I cannot confirm nor deny that that would be appropriate or not. So yes. I, we, we, we may have said too much. May have said, I think I've said way too much. I mean, considering that I know we're being tapped right now. So mm -hmm. yeah. right. Uh, it's a pretty good bet. We are. Yeah. I mean, pretty good. So, uh, so the black, black Panther, that, that thing keeps, uh, keeps, keeps pouncing on the box office lately. I mean, uh, it, it's at five weeks now is the number one movie, which I, I believe ties, uh, the, the, uh, avatar. Um, well, it did cross the billion mark as far as domestic gross, but just this past weekend, it did get knocked off the number one spot by uh, Pacific Rim 2. Which so. uh, I still haven't seen Pacific Rim 1, um, so I probably won't yeah. see that one. Okay, have you ever, do you ever play Rock'em Sock'em Robots? I have. You've essentially seen Pacific Rim, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I remember everyone was raving so much about Pacific Rim and what a great movie it was. When I finally went to see it, I was like, really? I mean, it's essentially, you know, it's a Godzilla movie without Godzilla with robots. It would have been it would have been really cool. I'm like, show me, you know, some really do we really need that many, ro you know, you know, robot versus kaiju fights? I mean, after a while, it was just got really repetitive. 
And I remember going, going, man, I feel really bad for the people who live in Tokyo because their their city is, or you know, in Japan, because their city is being turned to paste above them, and none of these these uh, you know, none of these um, you know, um, the, these I forgot the name what they call the robot uh, biddies. Um, none of these guys are going. Hey, let's take the fight away from the city. You know, the same criticism I had of Superman in Man of Steel. You know, the, the, hey, the, let, let's sell this in a nice field somewhere. Yeah, let's take it away. Let's go fight in the ocean or something like that. No, they didn't do any of that. So, needless to say, um, I after a while I got a t- I got a little tired of the disaster porn, and I'm I'm not expecting much better from the second one. Um, yeah, because that's all the leftover ideas from the first one. So you know, generally, you know, sequels aren't going to be that. Uh especially for something like this where there isn't a whole lot of story there's just a lot of uh you know things exploding i i assume i hadn't seen the first one but but that you know i I think it's a safe assumption and then you have um 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 uh, uh, john boyega as uh, as the hero in this one and he's essentially if i i could be wrong but he is the son of Idris Elba from the first movie. So I guess like in Star Wars, where we want to assume that all black people are directly related to each other, you know, maybe, maybe we'll find out that Finn was, you know, Lando Calrissian's grandson. Who knows? <clears throat> I, I thought that was the idea all along. Like, wasn't that the rumor before The Force Awakens? Yeah, that he was. But and, and it could still happen because all we know about Finn is that he was taken away from his family when he was a young, young child and then then reconditioned to be uh, um, a, a stormtrooper. Well, I mean, they, they've already got a, you know, uh, one could argue they've already done it. But I have a feeling, uh, you know, the, uh, the 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 next Star Wars movie is going to be all about figuring out Ray's family because I, I'm not buying the whole you're nobody thing. Um I, I think it, especially you know, like it was one thing if like Colin Trevorrow was still directing it. But uh, the fact that J.J. Abrams is uh, is back uh, is back in the captain's chair. Uh, clearly, they're going to be doing something with Ray's family in that story. You might think you might think. <clears throat> I mean, but again, it's not like J.J. Abrams has been very good at following through on ideas. That, that's true. So, so anyway, if, they, if they're spending a lot of time figuring out who Ray's family is, there's only two hours to work with here. So, you know, they probably yeah. can't say, hey, by the way, we're going to have this side story where we find out where, where Finn came from, too. Mm-hmm. And then um, um, back to Black Panther, uh, one of the questions. Oh, and, and again, I have yet to see the movie. So yet again. I was spoiled by an article <laughs> where, where, where someone asked, why didn't Bucky Barnes ever show up in Black Panther? Right. You know, because he I, never showed up. No, never shows up in the movie. In the it, Black Panther is, movie. Isn't he asleep? Well, yes. And that he's he's being um, there, there. Suri is still working on his um, his mental programming. But I think um, Ryan Coogler gave the best explanation for for <laughs> for why. And he said it was a conscious decision for them to not have uh, the Winter Soldier appear. He goes, uh, one, the story on the story side that, um, you know, Bucky Barnes is still suffering from PTSD and 
having him appear in the middle of, you know, the, the Wakandan civil war wouldn't be very good for him as far as mentally. Plus, let's face it. Um, the last thing you need is a white guy going around shooting people <laughs> in this situation. So, you know, that, that's a that's an excellent point. <laughs> you know, because that's all he's going to do. He's going to go around shooting people. That's so all he knows. A, yeah, you do not need a white guy going around shooting people during a, uh, an African civil war. So, yeah. And, I, and when, he, when he puts it that way, I was like, you know what? Good move. Good move. Uh, but he is going to show up in... Uh... In Avengers, of course, so of course, Infinity War. That's the next one. That trailer just came out, or that the second trailer. There was a teaser trailer, and now the big trailer. Uh, you know, the first um, full trailer came out, which made. I tell you, I uh, they, they as much as um, I've been complaining. Uh, did I complain about this in the last podcast? I know I was complaining a little bit about Star Wars overdoing it, um, but. I'm telling you, uh, Marvel has put out as many Marvel superhero films as anything. They have yet to do a trailer that doesn't get me jazzed to see it, to see whatever they're putting out. I mean, it just gets me jazzed. The solo trailer, you know, eh. I was like, okay. Am I the only one who liked the solo trailer, like uh, on planet Earth? No, everyone likes it. A lot of folks liked it. And then the solo trailer came out and you, you're seeing, you know, the, the footage from the, you know, the, the clip from the, the Kessel, the actual Kessel run. And you're like, OK. And then you're uh, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. I just it's hard for me to accept anybody other than Harrison Ford as as Han Solo. And this this, you know, um, this kid, uh, Alden, is that how you pronounce his first name? Alden, I want to say Emmerich. Better, better you to butcher it than me. Yeah. Um, he's not really projecting a young Harrison Ford to me. And here's the thing. I have seen young Harrison Ford in action. So to have someone try to, try to channel him, I haven't seen it yeah. yet. That, 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 that's the whole thing that, that kind of <clears throat> that, that I'm, I'm kind of iffy about on Solo is... Um, you know, Solo is, you know, he's a, he's a scoundrel at the beginning, and then he, he turns into a good guy, you know, by the end of, of A New Hope. So, you know, what, what are they going to do with the origin story? He's going to be a good guy who becomes a bad guy, who then later on in, the, in the, the saga becomes a good guy again? I guess. Or maybe he's just a delinquent who yeah, learned something be. about, you know. And, <clears throat> but then I was like, it made me think of... Um, of uh, remember uh, Men in Black Three when they got um, um, Josh Brolin to do a young Tommy Lee Jones? Yes, yes. And did an excellent impersonation of Tommy Lee Jones, you know, which but which worked for me just for a bit until, you know, again my generation. I remember seeing young Tommy Lee Jones in a lot of movies. So having somebody else do a Tommy Lee Jones impersonation <clears throat> could only work for so long. So I don't know. And, uh, and the same way about anybody else being Indiana Jones, too. So, which, which, uh, which, by the way, Indiana Jones 5 starts filming in April uh, of next year. Of next year and is going to be released July, is it 19th or 29th of 2020? 
So <clears throat> they've already they've set the release date. Spielberg has said that's the next movie he's going into production on. That's the next one. So he'll have pre-production, all the stuff of the script, storyboards, all that stuff. Well, is, he, is he not doing anything between now and then, or is, does he have another project no. that's coming no, up? No, this is it. He, he likes ramping them up two at a time. So he did um, The Post and Ready Player One back-to-back. Right, okay. Right? And then he takes some time off. And then he does his next two movies. So Indy 5 is his next one. And then reportedly his his um, West Side Story uh, oh, remake okay. is, is going to go back to back with Indy. So. Okay. Well. So that, that, that's what he's going to do. That, that'll be, uh, that'll be, that, that'll be very diverse, uh, <laughs> diverse storytelling. Everything. And then Jaws 7. <laughs> you know the return of the revenge <laughs> by the way speaking of uh, of reboots and uh men in black uh chris hemsworth and tessa thompson are going to be in uh, uh the the men in black reboot which that's that's one reboot i'm okay with huh i okay you're i, I did not know that i did not know there was going to be a men in black reboot well, how did I miss that? Um, it's uh, okay. Why not? Uh, okay, I don't. I don't understand why they didn't just have Will Smith and Linda Fiorentino. I mean, that's how they set it up in the first Men in Black, right? I, I assume that really I good. assume that they couldn't. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't get her back. I, you know, I, I figured that's that's what happened at some point. I heard she was quite difficult. Yes, I heard she was quite difficult uh, to work with. So, yeah, I mean, I don't mean to perpetuate, you know, half truths or rumors. But you know, I, I was ready to just stick with they couldn't get a contract done. You had a you had to make it personal there, Elliot. It's Linda Fiorentino. Girl needs work. I don't know why you can't get a contract. I'd be like, uh, it's either that or you're, you're going you're going to be doing um, commercials for Sprint. You know, well, anyway. Sprint pays pretty well. Or, or you could end up being the next. You can end up being the next uh, mascot for for Progressive Insurance. You know, Flo is not wanting you know for gigs right now. So. That's true. Yeah. Um. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, so you have that. Um, you have um, Indy Five. There's talk. Um, oh wait, and since we started off on the whole Marvel thing, anyway. Um, with Black Panther, and yeah, they ended up getting Black Panther into Disneyland a lot quicker than everyone um, expected. Disney is also going to be creating a Marvel superhero land, um, which will also be debuting at Disneyland in 2020. So you have the opening of Star Wars Land in 2019, and the following year you have Star Wars, uh, Marvel Superhero Land at Disney, and it's like they're just cranking it out. You know, they're cranking the movies out, they're cranking the games out, the comics, the books, the the Disney experiences, you know, the theme parks, and that's going to be something. And I, and, I, and I'm wondering what uh, Universal Studios is going to do now because they used to have Marvel Superhero Island, so that's well, gone. That's going to be gone. I I was. Um... Now the idea is that's going to replace that's going to replace California Adventure because you know like if you've ever been to Disneyland it's kind of uh, it's kind of boxed in there's not a whole lot of uh, it's not a whole lot of room there so it is going to replace something that's already there. Well, it's going to be part of California Adventure. I think it's taking over the cars 
um, where the, the car's theme land is. Or no, um, it's somewhere in there. It's like it's not taking over the whole thing, but it will become a big they're, – they're pulling out something and putting that in. Cut. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. It's going next to the um, – what used to be the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and was now the uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy breakout ride. Which so it's supposed to be going in that area there. Which, come on, you, you get rid of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. What's wrong with you people? Yeah. Oh, man, there was a lot of controversy about that. And they have yet to talk. I've heard not a peep about Guardians 3. You know, the third, uh, because um, I know the Guardians of the Galaxy are in Infinity War. But you would think, you know, you'd, you'd hear James Gunn talking a little more about, you know, the production on Guardians 3, but not not happening. Um, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Hasn't, have they announced that it is going to exist one day? It I mean, is. They, it they is had to have because, you know, there's, they've, they've planned out so many movies ahead of time. It just seems to me that, um, with, with infinity war, I mean, when you really think about it, infinity war is everything culminating, everything that they've been doing, like all these storylines are kind of going to complete themselves. You know, even the whole thing with guardians of the galaxy, once they face off with Thanos, that kind of take that sets up the whole Drax, the destroyer thing. You know, and it's so funny. Cause I remember when I, I, I interviewed Dave Batista a few years back when it, um, when he was in town and he was um, in town for a WWE event and um, he was talking, I was talking to him about being tracks of the story. This was still when it was the very first guardians. Okay. And before guardians became the huge thing that it was. And, and even he didn't know how his character was going to pay off as far as folding in with um, um, the Avengers and Thanos and stuff like that. You know, so you can tell that they're really playing things close to the vest. Either that or Dave was just lying to me. Well, you know, know. <laughs> he, he might have just been lying to you. No, but he's such a nice guy. He seems so sincere, you know, but then he is a, he is a pretty good actor. So uh, and, and um, um, there was one more thing about uh, I, I wanted to bring up about um, about um Oh, darn it. It just slipped my mind. But anyway, um, so we'll see. We'll see how it all um, comes together. And then after that, oh, yeah. Um, and my money, um, my money on who doesn't make it out is uh, Robert Downey Jr. I'm placing bets now that Iron Man is killed in Avengers Infinity War. Um, I've, I've, I've heard that. I've also heard uh, Doctor Strange. Well, you still have two more movies you have to make with him. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be slightly different here, and say Hawkeye is not gonna make it. Well, they kept teasing him dying every time. It's like the whole "I'm going into retirement, no, I'm coming back. I'm going to retirement, no, I'm coming back." You know, because well, if he dies, that's pretty. Uh, that Hawkeye, you're being a sucky dad. You know, you know, you already had Quicksilver give well, his life to, to keep him from dying. Well, well, then th- that would uh, be give it a little bit more emotional impact, then, wouldn't it? Yeah. See, to me, it seems like maybe, but I'm thinking because Robert Downey Jr. was there in the beginning. You know, Iron Man one kicked off everything, and they're talking about Avengers: Infinity War as being the culmination of ten years of it. And people keep asking Robert Downey Jr. how long he's going to be Iron Man, and he's always very coy about it. 
you know, and he keeps saying, no, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not going to do this until, you know, they want you to leave. You know, I'm going to, he's going to bow out early. So it seems to me he's going to do like Harrison Ford did with the force awakens. And he's going to sacrifice. He said he sacrifices himself, you know, for the overall of the character, which mind you, you can kill Tony Stark, right? You can kill his character. We, people who know comic books know Superheroes and villains die all the time in the comics. They always get brought back, though. You can always bring them back. And if you kill Tony Stark, you can easily recast him like as a younger actor. Like, say, Tony Stark saved his consciousness in in the Ultron computer or something like that. And, you know, and he cloned himself. And, or some uh, some young worker at Stark Industries just is just really smart and <clears throat> takes over. Right, like they did with Professor X. Oh, no, oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Riri Williams is doing in the comic books right now. Um, but, yeah, but, or like what they did with Professor X in, in, the, in the X-Men movies where it's like, you know, he supposedly died and then he came back in a younger body, but then he was old again. So <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, anyway, my money is on Tony Stark dying. Okay, so so you'll take Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I'll, take, uh, I'll take Hawkeye and, and we'll, we'll see who's right. But but uh, yeah, you're probably right about Doctor Strange in that uh, you know, they, Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, you know, they're not going to kill him off right away. I mean, it, it would you know, much like Hawkeye, it would have a little bit more uh, more punch to it if uh, if they did kill him off. But uh, yeah, they, they they have big plans for Doctor Strange. Because you need someone to fill that the that role in the Marvel universe. You know, the brilliant but snarky comedic relief. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. brings so much to those movies. You know, so, it, 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 but again, he keeps saying, I, "I'm gonna tell you, that's gonna be rough, though. If 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 Tony Stark dies in in Infinity War, that's gonna be a rough one. Not be, just because. And again, I know I say they're gonna bring him back. They can bring the character back, but knowing that that's gonna be it for Robert Downey Jr. in the movies, which, which he really has made those, you know." Uh, well, I mean, the guy does quite well for himself now, considering, you know. Yeah. The guy is, you know, multimillionaire now because of those films. And good for him. And I am, you know, really happy for the dude. But, I mean, you can, can say the dude helped really usher in the Marvel U- Cinematic Universe. It's going to be tough seeing him go. So, we'll see. It, it will be. But, uh, well, you know, maybe we won't see him go. Maybe. But you know what else you can, you know, when when Avengers Infinity War finally airs and you and I have the discussion and you declare yet again, Elliot, you were right. All right. You know how you can hear me say that? Through uh, through your headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio. That is correct. With uh, key features, eight colors and styles available, mic'd and non-mic'd versions. They are designed to sound great for music and talk, especially when Elliot is saying, I told you so. Although I will give you credit. There was that one time, that one time I had to say to you, you were right. Remember Han Solo dying in The Force Awakens? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? And then um, you have your noise reducing design. You have um, all different styles, all different colors, all different price points with a lifetime warranty. You can order from tweakedaudio.com. And if you use the discount code GCG at checkout, you'll get 33% off and free worldwide shipping. So the code is not case sensitive. Go to tweakedaudio.com, use GCG at checkout, and you'll get 33% off and free worldwide shipping. And of course, once you get your uh, headphones from Tweaked Audio, you want to listen to you know some of the many uh, podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like uh, uh, Minutia Men, um, the Dishing Bitches, who this week are uh, busting sex myths, so they're like the Mythbusters except sex. And on uh, my little project, the Fake News Fairy Tale, it's uh, this week. It's the Knights of the Cambridge Analytica Roundtable. Oh, so um, is uh, Sir Zuckerberg going to be getting uh, getting in trouble for um, like uh, t- saying things about the about the court that he was not supposed to let out? You know, let people know about uh, that. That might be the the gist of what uh, what we're going for. Yeah, <laughs> because to me. You know, um, you know, that that Zucker that everyone knows that Sir Zuckerberg would often say things and later on be be not be entirely truthful. You know, uh, speaking of beloved characters who uh, who were killed and then, you know, came back. Uh, did you see this bonus scene from Star Trek Discovery? I have not seen it. I'm glad you brought up Star Trek Discovery, though, um, because of um, some music came out of WonderCon. But tell me about this scene. I did not see it. Uh, well, it's it's uh, it was released uh, this week, and uh, and I'll post it on the uh, on the Twitter account, twitter.com slash slash geek counter geek and and Facebook, facebook.com slash geek counter geek. And uh, it, it's um, I. I don't think it's it's like meant to be a deleted scene. I think it's actually like a, a bonus scene that's meant to be a preview for uh, for you know the the, the future. And it shows uh, Giorgio on uh, Kronos, and she she meets up with somebody who's disguised as a trill, and she recognizes that he's not really a trill. He's just disguised as one. And it turns out that uh, he's a recruiter for uh, a little group uh, they like to call Section Thirty One. Ah, yes. Yes, I heard that Section 31. Section 31, I guess, is going to be figuring in the next season as well. Um, uh, For folks who don't know Section 31, I mean, if you're not a huge Star Trek fan, I mean, that's okay. If you just came on board with uh, uh, Discovery. Think think of them as like the, the Navy SEALs of Starfleet. Yeah, I call them the black ops. Yeah, the black ops of 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 Starfleet. Yeah, they do like the the bad job, you know, the dirty jobs, the stuff that people don't want to talk about. You, you know, want them on that wall. You need them right. on that wall. Right, those things, and you just don't talk about it. Parties, and yeah, uh, but um. Yeah, the uh, producers, too, uh, are the showrunners of Star Trek Discovery were at WonderCon this past weekend, and they explained two things. One, that, yes, Discovery does take place within the prime universe, the prime uh, um, 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 continuity of Star Trek. So it is classic 
you know, it's not the J.J. Abrams verse. It's they they're sticking firm to that. Vulcan is still there. Yeah. Which I guess it would be anyway, because it's 10 years earlier, 10 years earlier. And then they will explain why the discovery has technology and all those things that doesn't seem to jive with the rest of the show. Oh, see, now I think that that's just a mistake. Well, no, but they were saying that they, they were saying, too, they didn't want it to become like all that. They didn't want it to become the focus of the first season. Um, that's why they were like establishing it, but they have a way of kind of reconciling it and they will, they will, um, kind of like, they're going to do it. So I, yeah, I know. I don't know how they're going to do that, but okay. Well, I mean, it sort of gets back to the, you know, like, uh, the, the whole reason that they rebooted Star Trek the way it was, the way they did in the movie verse in the jj abrams verse is because there was just so much stuff that you know it kind of limited your your storytelling abilities a little bit and so you know by by hitting the reset button you could say okay all 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 bets are off now and and you know know, it, it gets it gets back to the 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 uh the episodes of enterprise where they decided they were going to explain why the klingons didn't have forehead ridges in the original series when, when really, it's, it's just that, you know, the makeup budget wasn't the same back in the original series. That's why they didn't have forehead ridges. So why not just ignore it and move on with our lives? Well, I, I really do like Worf's ex- explanation for it from Next Generation. If they had, they, yeah. they, they sh- absolutely should have just left it at that because that, that made it funny and, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, just ignore it from then on. Yeah. A- and instead, they had to come up with some convoluted thing that involved Data and, they, sorry, Data's great-great-grandfather and, you know, the augments. And it, it was, yeah, that was, that was just... It was one of the things, you know, forget about the finale of Enterprise. That's a thing from Enterprise I didn't like. Right. So, but again, it, I, I, we'll see. And also that um, we're not going to get the second season of Enterprise. Um, Discovery. Maybe not until, I'm sorry, the second season of Discovery until maybe 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. so. But, but I mean, with the, you know, like the difference in, in technology, uh, you know, geez, you just say, hey, you just never saw the holograms before, you know, the camera was looking the other way. So you just never yeah. saw them. I mean, what's wrong with that? I'm just saying, you know, because they're also talking about like, maybe it's, maybe we'll have that scene where Spock and Michael Burnham meet, you know, yeah. and then you'll say, Oh, well they never, he, they, a lot of folks would say, but Spock never mentions her. You know, well, you don't know well, that. But he never I mean, mentioned Cybok either. Yeah, Cyber, right. So that that's why we brought I brought that up last time, right? That Star Trek fans got well. What's this? That? And they go, well, you didn't complain about it in the Final Frontier, although Final Frontier had a lot of other stuff to complain. Yeah, about. I, I was about to say <laughs> pe- pe- people just never quite got around to complaining about that because there were so many other things on the list. <laughs> right. So so yeah, I, and again, um, and then hopefully by then, you know, of course, Discovery will be released on Blu-ray, and people will be able to watch it, and it'll get around more, and then. And, you know, and and oh, and apparently if there are the uh, the novels that they are releasing for Discovery, uh, the folks at Paramount are following the same um, model as Disney Lucasfilm, where all that stuff's getting approved, and the mo- and the and the novels are quote unquote canon. You know, they take place within the canon, and um, Spock and Burnham have already met in the novels, so. 
be yeah, interested I, there. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't uh, I don't put a whole lot of uh, you know I, I don't put a whole lot of thought into you know Spock not having mentioned that he had a a foster sister. You know, it just it just didn't come up before. That that's fine. You know, like to also, to me, the foster well, a foster sister that kind of got the shaft because the father preferred him over her. So, yeah. So so, so yeah. You know, why why would he hold a grudge? <laughs> or it's kind of embarrassing. We don't talk about her. She was the only mutineer in Starfleet history. You know. <laughs> well, no, no, she wasn't. Her her record was expunged, so you can't even bring it up anymore. But come on, everybody knows what happened. It's kind of like that uncle who has all those DUIs that later on he gets, you know. Later he on, he saves. Him. Later on, he saves a cat from a tree, and everybody's like, "Oh, okay, I guess he's okay yeah. now." Right, but come on, we all know what he did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so okay, it it, it 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 makes for interesting talk. Oh, by the way. And before I forget, because um, I, I tried to segue from this earlier, but I know I don't I, I can't let this one go. I'm sorry, Keith. When it comes to saying I told you so. Uh huh. I told you X-Files was going to suck. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I was right, wasn't I? <laughs> yes, you were. Well, they, they did. They did 10 episodes. And like I'm going into it thinking. I, I, I'm, go, I'm going into it thinking, okay, you know, they only had six episodes last time, so it was kind of it was kind of disjointed because you know they just they just couldn't they just didn't have the have the 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 real estate to tell the story that they wanted to, and they had to kind of cram it in, and and then they gave us this cliffhanger because they didn't have enough time. So now they'll take the time to to get it right, and uh, they they won't leave us hanging. And I think that the finale was even worse than than the other one. I mean, I, I we we discussed this. You haven't seen it. Uh, don't just well, don't <laughs> see because there are two things uh, right now. I think the only thing that's getting worse chatter on on social media right now it's The Walking Dead. Oh, oh yeah. I, I gave up on The Walking Dead as soon as, uh, well, it wasn't quite as soon as they killed Glenn, but that was like when, it, when I'm like, I, I just don't care about this anymore. Oh, no, I quit when they killed Herschel. Oh, you that, that, that was, uh, yeah, yeah. you, you can't, uh, I, I'm drawing a blank on, on the actor's name, but you can't kill the guy who, kill, who played Scott Crossfield in The Right Stuff, okay? You just can't yeah. do it. Yeah, Scott Wilson. Scott right. Wilson, that's that. That's yeah. It. yeah, and I, remember, I even told him that. I even told him. I said, I, I, I told him. I said, the, the, when they killed your character, that made absolutely no sense to me, and he agreed with me. He agreed. <laughs> and, and but and to me, it's like, and then there are people who are still watching the show, and they're like, I don't even know why I'm watching this. The show is so terrible. I don't even know why I'm watching it. I'm going to like me. Stop watching it. Find something <laughs> new to watch. There's a lot of good stuff out there that you can be spending your time watching. Why do you keep watching this show if you hate it so much? So, like, yeah, like I told you, X-Files, I mean, uh, with the last, with those last six episodes, I was like, no, can't do it. Nah, I'm sorry. And everyone forgets. Every time they bring it back and it ends, people are pissed about it. Yeah. So, so, so there's a there's an episode. It's uh, it's episode four of this season called "The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat," and it may be the best episode in the history of the X Files. That was good. Wow. <laughs> um, there, there's a there's another one uh, that I'm, I'm I'm 
I'm I'm drawing a blank. I'd have to look at the at the list of episodes. Uh, there's another one that's like a uh, actually it's got kind of a kind of a Caprica vibe to it because people's consciousnesses are being uh, are being you know downloaded into into a computer system you know when they die, and um, that's that's decent. Uh, the rest of it is just awful. <laughs> there's, there's no redeeming qualities to it at all. Uh, and were were any of the? I mean, I, I was under the under I was under the impression that some of the original show writers were going to be coming back to this, like Garrett Wong and and the others that, and they were supposed to be involved with this season. Um, no Vince Gilligan, though. No, you know. No. And they no probably should again, probably just... should have held out and said, you know what, we're not going to do this. Uh, we're not going to come back again until uh, until Vince Gilligan is available. Maybe they would have been better off, but they yeah. didn't, and they weren't. <laughs> right, because Vince Gilligan, if anything, the dude has story sense, and he would have said, guys, we're really we're we are phoning this in right now, you know. So yeah, and I'm telling you, and and if and so many people have been disappointed by X Files. Like it's it's gone to the point where it's either people don't talk about it or they talk about how much it sucked, right? And the next cycle through where they talk about X Files coming back, what's gonna happen? Uh I I don't think they can uh I don't think they can turn this around. I think it's done. Oh wait, didn't we I, I said that last time. Uh, right. What well, no? Yeah, but but uh, so so the movie. so so there's there's another one where uh, there, there's another one where I can I can say that I was right because I said that there's no way that they're leaving us with that ending, <laughs> and and I was right. You, you know, right. I, they they left us with a worse ending. <laughs> well, they're gonna want to do an X Files movie. Watch, you're gonna want to do another movie. Well, that's right. You know, she. I they they'd have to look at Jillian uh, Anderson's exact exact phrasing because she may have said i won't do any more episodes of the x-files right she's done with the show with the show but yeah bring her back for a movie and a paycheck you know pay her as much as david duchovny come on guys it's it's that it's it's the 21st century we should and especially when let's face it you cannot have i mean they did x-files without fox Mulder, but you cannot do it without agent scully you know what, Elliot? I I completely disagree with you on this one, uh, because this season of the X Files was so bad that they should both do it for free. <laughs> Proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gabatron.